Welcome, everybody, all of you who are here and those of you who are viewing online. May the joy that we are all experiencing together here and through our chanting, through the beautiful music, be also felt in your hearts. I'd like to read from the Rays of the One Light, and these are weekly commentaries on passages from the Bible and the Gita. Uh, by Swami Kriyananda. And the reading today is entitled, How Devotees Rise. So this will be good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. Last week we asked the question, Why do devotees fall? And we considered the downfall of Judas in this context. Jesus, in answer to Judas' criticism for allowing Mary to rub his feet with spikenard, a very costly ointment, said, The poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. Jesus is saying here that there is one supreme injustice that needs eradication. Poverty, yes, but not of a material kind. Poverty in a spiritual sense. Divine blessings are not common in this world. They are extraordinary. When they come, we should give them priority above every other consideration. Never allow a moment of inner joy, for instance, to be set aside for lesser duties. Divine divine attunement is our highest priority. As Lahiri Mahashai, the guru of Yogananda's guru, said, to listen to the heart's inner sound, Om, which issues from the very center of our being, is man's highest duty. Mary, on this occasion, was not communing in inner silence with Christ's spirit, as she had been when Martha urged that she be reproached by Jesus for not helping out in the kitchen. Mary, this time, was serving outwardly, but in a very different spirit, from the restless fussing for which Jesus had reprimanded her sister, Martha. Those who see a radical difference between the paths of action and meditation should understand this distinction. To serve in the right spirit is necessary, for only thereby can we overcome our karmic tendencies toward restless activity. The important thing is that spirit be always inwardly focused, that in everything we do, we act in loving service to the Lord. Therefore, the Bhagavad Gita says in the third chapter, the state of freedom from action, that is, of eternal rest in the spirit, cannot be achieved without action. No one, by mere renunciation and outward non-involvement, can attain perfection. 
whenever the Spirit of God descends upon you. However, remember the words of Jesus. Me ye have not always with you. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. also like to welcome you all. My name is Nayaswami Ananta. This is Nayaswami Maria. And we have friends and family from around the world. And way on the internet, we even go further than that. So um, I would like to read um, from Whispers from Eternity, a prayer by Paramahansa Yogananda. This is the prayer demand to the holy vibration for omnipresence. O holy vibration, boom on the shores of my consciousness. Break the limiting boundary of my body consciousness. Reverberate through my body, mind, and soul, through my surroundings, through all the cities and lands of this earth, through all the planets, throughout the universe, and every atom particle of creation. Unite my consciousness with thy cosmic consciousness. So uh, I guess I should wish everyone a happy Father's Day, both the people that are fathers in the material sense and those who have to father the children as mothers and fathers in one uh, combined role. It is, in fact, a high calling. And I'll give you a, a side-handed Paramahansa Yogananda Father's Day blessing. Uh, one time... Paramahansa Yogananda was with Dr. Lewis and he said, Master said to Dr. Lewis, remember Dr. Lewis, the Father loves you as much as he loves me. He is our common Father. And if you think about that, it's pretty astounding, isn't it? Great Master, we of course agree well. He's a great master. Of course, God loves him. But what he told Dr. Lewis is that the Father loves all of us as much as he loves the great masters. So happy Father's Day to all of us who in some small part play that role for the Heavenly Father. Uh, the Heavenly Father in the Hindu tradition is Sat. It is the Father beyond the creation and when the vibration of the Divine Mother with its creation, preserving, dissolution, vibration, it comes with the Father, we have the Christ consciousness, the reflection of the perfect Father in the creation. And that is what we're striving for, is to realize that we are the children of one Father and that we need to rise up there because that's where we belong, because that's where we've come from, because that's the whole purpose of this creation. The reality of this creation is that 
God who is infinite is joy. And we're here to go back to that joy. Life is a school for us to rise back. So that's why we have to rise. Davey talked last week about how we don't rise. <laughs> the little attachments. The basic principle, Swami Kriyananda talks about this in Education for Life, but in many other places, is that when we constrict, when we condense around the ego, around desires, around the illusion of materialism, when we get small and tight, we sink. When we expand and our density decreases, we are like a boat float or a balloon rise. Don't even need the helium, just blow into it. So with some quick breathing exercises, we can rise, it's possible, but we have to undertake it. And we have to use the techniques and the teachings and the reality of this universe to reclaim our Father's kingdom. If we don't expand our consciousness, and Davey talked about this, I think enough last week, if we hold on to our desires, if we hold on to our untruths, if we hold on to the smallnesses, what happens? Down we go. Tight, small, down, pain. Or <laughs> would you rather expand, rise, and come up to the level of the masters? Your choice. It's Father's Day. Pick as you will. <laughs> but the reality of it is is that we can rise, so we sang the song, rise, O oh my soul, in freedom. Lightly I fly when I live in laughter. So laughter is a good idea because laughter gives us perspective because we see the greater picture. And these readings of the omnipresence booming on the shores, going beyond the earth and the planets and realizing how great we really are. We are children of the one Father. That's what Master told Dr. Lewis. We're, I mean, we're his children just like Dr. Lewis, like Master, like the great Masters of all time. So the formal practice of meditation is a formal practice of expansion. What we try to do is to take the body and sit it down. And we'll, what's the first thing we do? Relax. Why do we relax? Because we disconnect from all the bad things Davy was talking about last week. Is when we're connected to the body and we are the body and we are the sore knees and the bad back and we are the thwarted emotions and we are the unfair treatment we got at work and all that stuff, we're not going to be able to rise because we're anchored to this body. This is not going to work. So we relax the body. Uh, Master used the example of sense telephones. And as with many of Master's examples, I find working with young people that they have no clue as to what I'm talking about. <laughs> sense telephones, for those of you under the age of 30, were there was a big board and the operator hooked the telephone lines into a connecting board. It was like huge. And in New York City, they had pictures of these ladies sticking all these wires in and connecting your phones. 
Okay, Master is saying disconnect the sense telephones. He meant disconnect from the awareness of the physical body. Put your body in a comfortable, relaxed position and disconnect it. Uh, turn off your cell phone. <laughs> disconnect from the cloud. <laughs> but put the body there and then expand your awareness. Think big, real big. Concentrate at the point between the eyebrows. And that center connects you to infinity. Om. In this brief introduction to meditation, Master gave more detailed explanation. He said, visualize yourself, travel millions of miles in front of you, millions of miles behind you, millions of miles to the left, millions of miles to the right. Expand your awareness of who you are. If you're not the body, who are you? You're the spirit. You're the soul. The soul is perfect. The soul is formless. So when we meditate, we expand our consciousness and we stop being a body. We stop being an ethnicity. We stop being a hair color or a skin color. We stop being a resume of all the things we have accomplished. What if you didn't accomplish any of that? What if the Heavenly Father accomplished all of that through you? What if you're just his child acting as his agent? And you meditate with that sense that you're not the body and you're not the emotions. You're not the wonderful drama of your life, the divorce, the merger, the big promotion, whatever it is, whatever is happening that you're, you've let your heart attach to, cut that attachment. Then who are you? Your spirit. You're formless. You're free. You're Om. That's your real name is Om. You're vast. And that is meditation. And with that, what's your displacement? What's your buoyancy? Up you go. And where do you go? You go to be with the consciousness of the masters. Your guru, whoever it is, Christ, Buddha, Krishna Babaji, Lahiri Morshai, Sri Yukteswar, Nandamoy Ma, Lao Tzu, Kuan Yin, Sister Gyanamata, this is a fabulous place to go. This is, these are the people you want to hang with. If you, if you want to be tight and small, you're going to sort of sink to the bottom of the pond, and you're going to be with the bottom feeders, you know, <laughs> and the crabs and the leeches and the worms, and, you know, <laughs> don't go there. It's, it's not nearly as much fun. Davy was giving us instruction on how to get away from those people, let go and put your attention. How do you rise? What, what my mom always said to me is, look where you're going. <laughs> where do you want to go? You want to go down to the bottom of the pond? Or do you want to soar in light? Lightly I fly when I live in laughter? That's a good idea. You know, when Swami Kriyananda founded this community, and he would welcome us, um, there was a lot of us that were very young and very raw and we just walked in the door and Swami Kriyananda would say, we'd greet us, welcome great souls, good morning great souls. And it struck me because I had, I had been with uh, many Swamis and Buddhists and Zen masters 
But I noticed in Kriyananda, there was a distinct and exact correspondence between what he said and what he felt. And when he was greeting us as great souls, it wasn't a polite statement. It was polite, but it wasn't an overtly polite statement. It was Kriyananda expressing his consciousness. Welcome, great souls. Because why? He saw us as great souls. Why? Because he lived in that consciousness of expanded consciousness. You are a part of all that is. That was Kriyananda's consciousness. And he treated us like that because Yogananda treated him like that. And he expected us to treat each other like that because it helps us rise. It helps us soar to keep the company of the master. Satsang is company with Sat. Satsanga. Sat is the father. It's Father's Day. Every day is Father's Day. Satsang. Stay with the Sat. Stay with the truth beyond creation. And this is what the reading says. Keep your consciousness expanded. Keep your consciousness big. And bring it down to the drama that you're playing. You have to be normal. You can't just walk around and in that light entirely, you have to relate to the realities of the clinic, the office, the farm, the mechanic shop, the grocery store, the traffic light, the political milieu that you find yourself in. But you don't have to come down. You can keep your consciousness up in that space of super consciousness and watch the movie from there. That's what Kriyananda was doing. He was watching this community start and he restrained his chuckles at some of our suggestions and ideas and our naivete and our silliness. And it was all good humored. It was just, he would have that little smile on his face when you made a really stupid suggestion and you knew that suggestion was really stupid. I'm really sorry, Swami. You didn't have to apologize. It was just that little smile like, Ananta, <laughs> there's so much to learn. And there is. There's so much to learn. And there's so much distance to rise. But you have to put the focus on rising. If you let it be a day-to-day crapshoot that, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll watch this movie. Oh, maybe I'll read this book. Oh, maybe I'll watch the news. Okay, watch the news. But where is truth? Where is joy? Where is expansion? If you fill your mind with politicians yelling at each other, with you know, slurs and, and bad speech and evil thoughts and terrible crimes, how are you going to stay with the Buddha in the land of the bodhisattvas? It's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. You've got to have a conscious effort to rise. You've got to center your life on rising. You've got to watch where you're going, kid. <laughs> Keep your eyes up high. Keep your lift. Master said it's best to live from this center. Surround yourself with inspiration and look for the inspiration and the joy as the kernel of everything that's happening. Even silly, ridiculous things. Just see that it was an attempt towards truth. It was an attempt towards expansion. Keep your focus up high. Lightly I fly when I live in laughter. Keep a perspective. Keep that joy. Think about the masters. Meditate every day. 
Because when you stop meditating, the battle begins. And Maya tries to pull you down slowly but surely. Scyllas of sarcasm, melancholic whirlpools. Melt them all into a vast sea of bliss. Keep your consciousness up high. Master was aware of the evil in the world while he lived, and there was plenty. But he didn't come down to the level of engaging with it on a you versus me level. You are a part of all that is, and therefore the evil is there. Good, bad, salvation, lust. I swallowed, transmuted all into a vast ocean of blood of my own one being. That's what we have to do. You, each of us, has to develop a sense that we are infinite, that we are the soul. We have to divorce ourselves mentally, internally, from I am this body, I am this age, I am this weight, I am this resume, I am good at this, I'm bad at this. How dare she say that to me? All the rest of that stuff. There has to be a place, and you develop this with time, where you are a child of the Heavenly Father. What he has, you have. Tat tuam asi, thou art that. What's the mantra that goes with our breathing technique? Hong saw. I am spirit. I am vast. You have no limits. That's why Master gave those visualizations. They're in light of superconsciousness. They're in a lot of places in the teachings. Practice them until you develop a sense that you have no limits. You're not this body. You're not this drama starring you. And to end at any moment, <laughs> as we have seen, at any moment gone. Instead, live in that consciousness. You know, that's that Zen koan. What is your face before your mother was born? Well, it has to do with the truth that you're not the body. Because your mother wasn't even born yet. So it can't be your face. It's not her face. It's spirit. The answer is spirit. You can write it in at next koan session. <laughs> spirit. Your spirit, you have no beginning, you have no end. Never born, never dies. Swami would periodically, in the middle of a statement, say, you're as old as God. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Spirit isn't born, so I'm as old as God. I'm not X. Fill in that blank and become more and more comfortable as you meditate with the reality that you're not this body, that you've ever existed with the Father, that you're going back to the Father, and that through meditation, you gain the practice of expanding. Try different techniques to reach that state of relaxation, and then use the techniques that the Guru has given you, whatever they are, whoever your Guru is, and spend time with the Gurus. Spend time with the Father. Don't spend all your time in this mental dialogue with the world around you. The world around you is the bottom feeders. <laughs> Live with the saints. Think about the saints. Read about the saints. Read each other. You're a bunch of saints. <laughs> and we have the advantage in community of living with each other and working with each other. My coworkers are all saints. They're all meditating. And then we go and we do our stuff. We fix our tractors. We rewire our houses, we build the plumbing, we build the temple of light. Yes, 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 yes. Who's doing it? The Father's doing it through us. Live with the Father and stay with the Father and feel the Father through you 
every day. If at any point in the day you're not feeling the divine, find a little way, get a little picture of the guru, put it in your wallet, something. Bring your consciousness back. Rise up. Stay up there. And whenever you feel the ballast of worry or fear, cut the strings of the ballast. Cut those little sandbags you put on a hot air balloon. We used to float a hot air balloon here, Netri and Jivita, and you'd hear this, the helium heating up, go all the way across the whole community. Hong Saw. It gets bigger. It launches. It rises. Rise, O oh my soul, in freedom. Habituate yourself to a high state a relaxed state, a joyful state, a dancing with the Divine Mother state. And don't let the forces in this world, Maya force, that's trying to pull you down, just don't give them any time. Make a conscious effort. Deepen your meditation. Do these expansive uh, meditations, exercises. Uh, I don't even know which tapes are still made, but Swami Kriyananda did metaphysical meditations. Is it still a tape? Yay! <laughs> Only Seva knows these things. <laughs> anyway, it's just wonderful visualizations. But there's so many. Swami has put so many. And one of them I'm just going to leave you with is, whenever a bubble of joy appears on your consciousness, blow on it <laughs> and make it bigger and hold on to it and sail away from the troubles of this world and live in the real world. Because the real world is the world of Christ and Krishna and Buddha and Yogananda and your guru and Kuan Yin. That's the real world. This entire subconscious world is a fraud. Om. <laughs>